This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 48. In today's episode, I am talking to lifestyle blogger and best-selling author, Katherine Schwarzenegger of Rock What You've Got, Secrets to Loving Your Inner and Outer Beauty from Someone Who's Been There and Back. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, you are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. I am really excited about introducing you to my guest today. She is a lifestyle blogger and a best selling author of Rock What You've Got. Secrets to Loving Your Inner and Outer Beauty from Someone Who's Been There and Back. She has appeared on the Today Show as a guest co-host of The View, and she's a regular contributor to InStyle Magazine with her Ask Cat videos. She speaks to and speaks for her generation of young women. Catherine also loves making a difference in the world through her reporting, speaking, writing, community service, and of course, her love for animals. So please help me welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast, Miss Catherine Schwarzenegger. Hi, Catherine. Hi, how are you? Good. Super excited that you're here. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. And uh, we just have so much to talk about. But first, I wanted to say congratulations on your recent nuptials. And Thank you. Excited. Yay. So how do you like marriage? I love it. It's amazing. It's um, the best thing ever. And uh, I'm, I'm really just happy. So I love it. Awesome. I do. I remember. That's so great. Um, And so one of the things that I want to talk about today is secrets to loving your inner and outer beauty, because this is such a huge deal for women of all ages. And I know when you wrote the book, you were focusing on younger women, but the Mm -hmm. issue still remains in older women. And Mm -hmm. I'd love to hear a little bit about why you wrote the book, and mm-hmm. how self-love, acceptance, and confidence became part of your global message to women. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I love everything that you talk about. I think it's so great to be able to have this sort of community um, that you've created that's all based on um, honesty and just being really real, and I think we as women need that. So um, I'm really happy awesome. to be talking to you. Thank um, you. And I, so Rock What You Got was my first book and I wrote it when I was 20 and in college and I'm currently 29. So um, the world has definitely changed a little bit, but it's also, as you said, body image remains such a big and controversial topic um, and one that is really a uh, important topic to be talking about for women of all ages. 
And when I first set out to write the book, it was something that I was writing from my perspective as a 20-year-old woman who was Mm -hmm. born and raised in Los Angeles and also just growing up in Los Angeles and experiencing all the pressures and the insecurities that so many of us experience throughout our life, unfortunately. So um, Mm -hmm. I was writing the book um, really for, you know, my age group and for younger girls just to kind of give them the, the awareness to know that what they're feeling when they're in high school or when they're, you know, going through puberty all of a sudden is not something that they should feel alone when feeling. And, um, and I just wanted to kind of share my experiences. And, and what I ended up realizing was that the topic of body image is something that we as women, um, you know, deal with throughout our entire life. And it's a topic that affects young girls and um, women of all different ages throughout your entire life and and your relationship with it is what can change so the topic itself doesn't go away but how you understand it and how you deal with um, you know sometimes waking up and not feeling great about your body and how to kind of bounce back from that you that that evolves and that changes and um, it was really an amazing experience for me to just see the different age groups that were responding to me talking about body image and also being just really real and open with it and it's also so amazing that still nine years uh, after it came out, that it's still something that I'm able to talk about. So, um, so it's a, it's a constantly evolving topic. Yes, so good. And you know, you you talked about bouncing back. You know, when you mm-hmm. wake up and you're not, you know, just a fan of how you feel and your skin and how you look. Can you mm-hmm. talk a little bit about how you managed to really learn how to do that? Yeah, I mean, I think every woman who um, talks or listens to this podcast or talks about um, body image can relate to waking up some days and feeling not great about the way they look in the mirror or the way they feel Mm -hmm. in their own body. And I think, you know, especially as we age and we get older, it's feeling out those changes and, um, and whether that's, you know, you being in middle school and feeling your body change for the first time or, you know, you're in your late 20s and feeling your body change again or, you know, whatever that, that looks like. And as you get older, it, it will happen more. But just being able to be aware of the fact that that's totally normal. And if you, you know, are waking up one day feeling amazing and confident about your body and in your skin and then the next day you feel the complete opposite, that that's totally okay and totally normal. It's about how you respond to that. Um, Mm -hmm. And I've really found that uh, the way that I respond to it is by trying to go over the positives in my head and and things that I love about myself and my body and focusing on my health and well-being and um, appreciating those aspects of my life and not trying to worry or focus on the fact that um, you know, that I don't like my thighs one day or, you know, I don't like my <laughs> arms the other day or, you know, those kinds of uh, those mm-hmm. little things that we pay attention to. Um, and so it's also, you know, about your community and who you surround yourself with. And as I've gotten older, especially the people and the girlfriends that you have and the people that you surround yourself with are so important and people that, you know, want what's best for you, who make you laugh, who make you happy, that is a huge help in, um, the bounce back is, you know, of waking up some days and not feeling great about yourself and how to kind of circle back around from that. Um, and then also just going over a list of things that you're grateful for. That always really puts things into perspective for me. 
Yes, that's huge. Um, I think that's so important just with community. I absolutely agree. Just surrounding yourself with people, positive people who really, because um, it makes a difference. If you're negative and then you're around other negative people, it just makes it worse. Yeah. Right? It's, it's also so, so contagious. Like if you're around negative people, you also become negative. And then when you're around positive people that are really like happy all the time, you feel that in you as well. So it's, uh, you know, you are who you surround yourself with. Yes, very good. So how can we as women develop a healthy body image in a world where everything is airbrushed or filtered? Well, I think uh, that's one of like the big things that's definitely changed since I came out with this book, because when I wrote this book, I was, you know, mainly talking about um, looking at commercials or looking at print ads and magazines and things like that, that were making you have a false sense of what's beautiful and also leaving you feeling insecure because everything looks so perfect. But now, of course, we have Instagram and we have all different social media outlets of, you know, people posting pictures that are really edited, as you said, and very altered. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I think that there's a lot of that that's constantly flashed in our face every single day. So I think it's definitely really tough right now to be able to um, – you know, to embrace, let's say, all aspects of yourself. But I think um, what's most important is being able, again, to keep things in perspective and remind yourself that you do have, you know, people do have these apps where they can edit things and and make themselves look a certain way. And also, (laughs) um, and just constantly reminding yourself of things that you're grateful for and knowing that there's not one certain kind of beautiful, that there are all different kinds of beautiful. Mm. It comes in all different shapes and sizes and um, flaws in all your beautiful no matter what. So um, I, I think it's just reminding yourself of that and then also knowing that, you know, you can be real and beautiful no matter what and that you don't have to kind of fall into these pressures of editing and making everything look perfect on social media, even though that's, you know, what a lot of people use social media for. But also knowing that if you do do that and you do edit your pictures on social media, that's fine. Um, but I think it's important for other people, especially younger girls who are growing up with this in their face at a much younger mm-hmm. age than we all did, just keeping, keeping them in the loop that, um, that they, are, they are beautiful in a natural way and you know, that, they're, uh, that they can feel comfortable and confident in their own skin and they don't have to look and be a certain way in order to be, be considered beautiful or happy or um, attractive, whatever that looks like for whatever age you are, but just keeping that all really realistic, which I think can be challenging today with social media. Yes, really challenging. And so how did your your mother, like the mother-daughter, your mom really play into helping you to really learn to love your inner and outer beauty? Because I think it's important too is to know, because not only are many of us wives, but we're also moms, we're daughters, we're sisters, we're, you know, girlfriends. And so the mother-daughter relationship is so important in impacting the way young girls um, really see themselves. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, I was, uh, I was as a child and also am really lucky to be able to have a mom who I'm very, very close to and do everything with, but also um, a mom who always allowed me to feel really comfortable and confident in my own skin from day one. And mm. my mom always told um, my sister and I, especially as, as girls, but also just both my brothers as well, just 
you know, she constantly gave us positive reinforcement um, from a very young age and still does today, just constantly telling us, you know, how great we are, we can do anything that we want, and we're smart, and, you know, really just encouraged us to be interested in things that we were naturally interested in, that we were passionate about, um, and encouraged us to be our own people from a very young age, which is really important, and, uh, and just always kind of gave us these words of positive reinforcement all the time, and I think that that helps a lot with my level of confidence. Um, and she was always, of course, honest with us when we would do things that weren't great, but she was always really just a positive, great mom and still is today. And it's another thing that she was also really aware of was that a lot of kids will see their moms um, talk about themselves in a negative way, just like if, you know, if we're standing in front of the mirror and we don't like something that we see or we're trying on clothes and they're a little mm-hmm. bit tighter than they were last week that we will say like, oh, you know, we're so fat or, oh, I don't like this wrinkle on my face or whatever that is. My mom was always really um, aware of not doing that in front of us kids. And whenever she did, she would follow it up with something really positive. So we would know that we would see that and be able to mimic that at a very young age. And she, a lot of the time, would talk about um, when we were little, when people were talking about being beautiful or being really pretty or, you know, things like that, that she always talked about yes, you can be beautiful, you can be really pretty, but you're also really smart, you're strong, you're brave. Um, so mm-hmm. talking about us as uh, just well-rounded women um, and girls and, and really, you know, talked a lot about girl power when we were really little. And so I think that that was something my mom did really well. And it's a great thing to point out to moms, um, you know, if you have little kids and also moms, even if you have older kids, just always being aware of that, but especially at a young age because, you know, a young girl develops so much of a sense of herself, you know, as she gets older, obviously, but um, being able to talk about your kids in a really positive way and yourself in a really positive way uh, just gives your child so much confidence. And I think my mom really did such a great job um, at that. And even today, I talk to my mom about everything, whether I'm insecure about something or mm-hmm. struggling with something. So having that open and honest relationship, my mom did a great job there but always created an environment where it was very non-judgmental and safe. And uh, mm-hmm. I think that's why we have such a great relationship today as well. Wow, that's so great. I I wish I had – I grew up in Santa Barbara, California, and okay. I grew up a, around a lot of um, – just girls who didn't look like me and I wish my mom had understood the the impact of she created a safe place but she didn't really necessarily I think know how to really you know realize that the impact of the words were being caught by me and my sister you know and yeah she never said anything negative but it wasn't when a negative thing would come it wasn't like she would always respond in a way that made us that really breeded confidence so I think that as women and especially if we have young children or we are going to have children to be so intentional like you said and aware of things that you say to your daughter and son about themselves and not really buy into like you said what society is saying or what because kids can be mean and cruel and yes and so to have your parents really supporting the truth of who you are, I think is really beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. So, so good. And so I, um, I love your passion for people and animals. 
And so mm-hmm. um, can you talk <laughs> a little bit about um, your podcast and any new projects that you're working on? Yeah, well, um, I mean, animals for me have been like a huge love for me for my entire life and for as long as I can remember. Um, I wrote a children's book that came out almost two years ago that is called Maverick and Me that was teaching young kids about uh, the importance and awareness of animal rescue um, from a very young age because I got uh, my dog Maverick. um, I rescued him and uh, it has been such a rewarding and incredible experience for me to be introduced to the whole animal rescue world, but also to the experience of having fostered puppies and, um, and then later adopting my dog Maverick and, uh, and having him in my life has been such a huge gift. And I think for people to be able to be around animals and to have the experience of fostering and, um, and helping out different animal rescue organizations and, um, you know, having an animal in your life is obviously incredibly rewarding. Um, So I wrote that book two years ago, and it continues to be such a huge joy for me to be able to talk about the book, but also to be able to be so active in the animal rescue world with um, Best Friends Animal Society and ASPCA. So I have a constant and ongoing relationship with them um, and and try to kind of help out as many dogs in need and and animals in need as I possibly can. and then I was able to partner with Pedigree recently and do a podcast with Pedigree where I interviewed um, several different people about their experience with pets in their life and um, and adopting dogs and all the lessons and incredible, amazing, life-changing moments that these dogs have been a part of in their life and what they've taught them about life and love and unconditional love, responsibility, um, taught them about themselves, just incredible gifts that these dogs are and the podcast was a really great experience for me and um and uh and the interviews turned out really great because people as you know love talking about their Mm -hmm. pets um so it was just a really fun experience and i did it with pedigree and they have an amazing foundation and help a lot of dogs in need so that was a a really great partnership and collaboration for me that I, i really enjoyed doing that's awesome. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I um thank you so much also for just just the the message and your mission to really just help people and I love the fact that you are so passionate about about really just getting your message in the world and writing books and and really speaking and blogging and um just being creating a safe place. And that's one of the things that I really love and try to do as well is create a safe place for people to show up real because when they can be real and show up real, it's, it gives them permission to be who they are and they, you know, don't have to people please or be someone that they're not. So thank you for just being a champion. It's incredible that you're able to do that as well because it's so um, needed, I think, especially for women to be able to feel that they have a place where they can be open and honest. And for me, all of the books that I've written, and I'm working on my fourth one now, which I'll have to come back on your podcast if you'll have me <laughs> yes. talk about my, my fourth Absolutely. one, which is even how you and I met. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to be able to soon talk about um, about that book that will be coming out at the beginning of next year and awesome. your part in it, which will be amazing and so incredible. And, um, and I'm so lucky that I even met you to be able to be doing this uh, with you. Uh, but um, I think you. the more that 
for me, I, I grew up with parents and, you know, my extended family just always um, encouraging us to be our own people and find our own passion, but also whatever you do in life to be able to always think about how you can make the world a better place and how you can help people. And so when I wrote my first book, my second book, my third, and now my fourth, it's all with the hope that each book that I come out with will be able to help at least one person and make them feel that they're not alone. Mm -hmm. Um, So whether it's with body image or advice after college or animal rescue, and then the next book that I'm going to be coming out with, it's all with the intention that, um, that I can only hope that someone who feels that they're alone will be able to pick up the book and read it and say to themselves, oh, she felt that way. I don't feel alone anymore, and it's normal to feel that way. And here's how I can hopefully also get some help that, you know, that I can read in this book from someone or from Catherine or whoever it is that people just don't feel that they're alone. Because I think, you know, now more than ever, when we have all this social media, people are very lonely and can feel very alone all the Mm -hmm. time. And um, the more we can be open and honest about the fact that life is beautiful, but it's not beautiful all the time. And it's hard sometimes and we struggle and we're all trying to do our best. But, you know, sometimes we can feel lonely and feel like life Mm -hmm. is really hard. And, um, and whether it's, you know, having this podcast where you talk about your role as being a wife and also the challenges that come with that, but also the beautiful, amazing parts that come with it. And just, Mm -hmm. you know, being a mom, being a partner, being a girlfriend, whatever it is, you know, the more we can be open and honest about those roles and also just life experiences and struggles and the beautiful journey of life, but just being able to all be there to support one another and also be able to treat each other with kindness um, Mm. is so important. And so I think environments like the one you've created are super important. And it's what I really try and hope to do with all the books that I do and projects that I work on and um, just in life in general. Wow. Oh, thank you so much, Catherine. I wish the very, very best to you and all that you are doing in the world. And I just wish you and Chris an amazing, happy, wonderful marriage. (laughs) Thank you so much. A few videos, and you guys look like you guys are off to a perfect start. I love. Yeah, we're really happy. So thank you. That's so sweet of you. That's awesome. And so, how can listeners can connect with you? Um, Well, I'm probably most active. I would say on my Instagram, which is just Catherine Schwarzenegger. So, um, and then I also have my website, but I would say I'm definitely more active on my Instagram and I have a Twitter and Facebook, but um, so any of those channels and then you and I will hopefully connect about talking soon for my next book. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate you being on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Love you so much. Have a, uh, an amazing you. summer and I will definitely, we'll definitely talk and connect soon. Awesome. Thank you so much, Christy. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I really, really appreciate it. If you are not following us on Instagram at Wife Wisdom, I invite you to join our tribe over on social media on Instagram. If you have not rated our podcast on iTunes, please do so to rate and review us. That would be awesome in helping other women find our podcast. But most importantly, I just thank you so much for 
continuing to be consistent and listening to our podcast each and every week, sharing this with your sister circle and continuing to just share and, and send me love and encouragement and support that this is blessing you, that it's encouraging you, that you truly are benefiting and feel like you're being served through this podcast. So thank you so much for being here. I love you so much with all my heart and I look forward to connecting with you next week. Bye-bye. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.